Hello, this is the History of the British Isles, Episode 5, Conquest. We are moving 100 years from Caesar's campaigns into Britain. Ireland has still not looked up from their forge and continued to pound iron, but the people of England specifically have really changed. Scotland and Wales, though partially affected by the invasion of Caesar, have us still act unaware. England spent most of their time between the invasion of Caesar and the conquest done by Emperor Claudius, gathering money to pay off, pay the Romans off and sending people off as tributes to appease them. The English could not recover from the previous campaigns, while the Picts, or Scots, were able to maintain their warrior lifestyle and were not forced to expend all their resources and live the life of a tax collector. England's terrain, while good for the modern nation-state, gave them no bonuses in attempting to fight a guerrilla war against the Romans. The Picts may not have been able to pay tribute to the Romans as easily as the tribes of southern Britain, but there was less need to pay the Romans off at all. They could use their terrain and distance from the empire as a tool, as we see when the Romans do come later on. A really good way of understanding more about Roman rule in Britain is to listen to the History of England podcast, where there was a rather good guest episode that helped me write this. Before Claudius, the mad emperor Caligula had three early attempts at invading. On the first and third attempts, there were troubles in other parts of the empire. And on the second attempt, the Britons seemed to come to terms. In the the 40s CE, southwestern Britain was ripe for the picking, and tumultuous. The Trinovates, the, for, the former puppet tribe of Caesar, had been displaced from their position of power and replaced by the Catanovelli tribe, taking Caledonum, modern-day Colchester, from the Trinovates. They were also pressuring Caesar's former allies, the Atrobates. In 40 CE, Caligula tried again. This invasion is quite well known. Caligula ordered his troops to collect seashells from the beach. Seashells! Imagine being a soldier prepared to, preparing to slaughter Celts in the battlefield and gain land for the glory of Rome, just to be told to pick up some shells from the beach. You'd be angry. I, I'd be wondering why I was forced to haul all of my heavy armour and weapons just for the Emperor's beach holiday. Caligula died soon after and the Emperor Claudius took control. He was not your typical Grand Emperor and was known for his weird limp. This negatively affected his prestige and he needed a way to prove his worth and show he was a great Emperor. His solution was to conquer the crippled and divided island of Britannia. His reason for for invading was to reinstate Versa, a deposed king of the Atrobates. Aulius Paulatus, I don't know how to pronounce that one, a senator was given overall control of the four legions and an unspecified amount of auxiliaries, non-citizen troops. Claudius himself did not go, as he was not the military type. The army left from Bonora in Monde Boulogne in southern France. The army landed at Richborough on the east east coast of Kent. It is worth mentioning that neither of these locations are certain, as the most popular chronicler did not specify either of these locations. We now need to cover the home side, the tribes of England. The team is led by the brothers Togodominus and Caraticus, the son, sons of the Catanovelli, sons of Catanovelli, the deceased king of the Conobene tribe. Though, as a side note, I don't really know what to call the states of Britain. 
I think tribe seems a bit derogative, but also works well with the chief-centred government style that, that most British states have. Anyhow, the armies met at a river near Rochester as the Roman army tried to cross the river. The battle raged on for two whole days of consistent fighting, but eventually resulted in a Roman victory, pushing the Britons across the Thames. At this point, the Romans chased down the Britons and pursued them into the to the marches, marshes of Essex. At, the, by the, at this time, the Romans did suffer some casualties in crossing the marsh. One legion of auxiliaries even swam across the marches. After the whole army crossed the marsh, the general summoned Claudius so he could be there at the final victory of the Roman army. Soon after Claudius arrived, the kings of the south surrendered. Claudius then went back to Rome to celebrate the victory that was definitely his. That's sarcasm, by the way. The Romans set up Catapult Caledonum, Monday Colchester, as I previously said. I think this is as far as I can go today. So, goodbye.